Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Superpower Happy Hour, where we're going to read a comic, we're going to drink some beers, and we're going to have a good time with friends tonight. I'm super excited to welcome back a friend that I get to do this a lot with, Will Rose. And I'm Mm. welcoming a friend that I've never gotten to podcast with before, but I'm super excited to hang out with, Josh Patterson. Fellas, we're ready. We're here. We're going to have a good time. How's everything? How's everything going where you're at tonight? Are you ready for the first appearance of Aquaman? Oh, Aqua Will is ready. I went swimming today. My gills, my gills are all flowy. And I did the butterfly. I, I rode the back of a porpoise earlier today. And um and, and consensually? Yeah. <laughs> or you just like jumped on. No, no, it was consensual. It was consensual. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. The porpoise invited me. And so we went for a ride. And uh now we're ready to go. We we hung out with some seahorses and um now I'm here. Wow. Josh, this is the first time we've gotten to podcast together. I feel like we talk almost every other day on Instagram, but like we got to hang out at Theology Beer Camp, but we finally get to talk about something on a podcast and your your stuff is more faith-based or like ac- academic-based in, in nature, but like I'm pulling you into my world now. <laughs> and like, so are, are we ready for Aquaman? What uh, what are you go- going into what I assume is your first comic book-based podcast? How, how, is, how is it going? <laughs> yeah, well, so there's this dude called Paul and like sometimes he says cool things, sometimes he says dumb things, but um. <laughs> One, he has this bit where he's like, you know, about becoming all things to all people. And so I thought that this was an opportunity for growth on my part where I could Mm. be made uncomfortable stepping into a podcast where all I know is that I read this comic. And that's the extent of my knowledge. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm excited uh, to be here. A kind of a callback. To the the first episode of Superpower Happy Hour, we had uh, along with Will, we had our all of our mutual friend Trip Fuller on, and Trip is really how we all know each other he and how we together. He's got to hang out. Like, so, like, thank you, Trip. You the you pod do, father, the pod you father do networking the best. And um, Trip's been on all of our shows. He, we got to hang out with him at Theology Beer Campus last year. Um, and yeah, so super grateful for Trip and what he's done and connecting all of us. But tonight we're going to break some new ground. We're going to talk about a comic that Will and I specifically did not want to miss and we very much wanted to dig into. But before we talk about that, we're going to let you know what we're drinking tonight. So Josh, you're our guest of honor. What what are you bringing to the table tonight? What are you drinking? Yeah, so I had uh, past tense because I accidentally drank it. Um, a rice <laughs> lager <laughs> by one of my favorite local breweries here in Maryland called Black Flag. Um, okay. I think here's my hot take: Black Flag is one of the most underrated breweries in Maryland. Uh, I think their stuff is wonderful. So I'm just about done that, but I did bring backup, you know, because I'm yeah experienced in this regard. Okay. And uh, my other beer that I have is called Bob's Burgermeister, which is a collab between a few different breweries here in Maryland, uh, three of them to be specific, Sapwood being the, the main uh, brewery on here. And it's a West Coast Pilsner Um with Simcoe, Citra, and Mosaic hops. It is quite delicious. 
Yeah. Ooh, it sounds delicious. Will, I assume you brought some burial with you because that's yeah. on that's brand for you. Yeah, yeah. I and it, let's just let the audience know that that Josh is uh, a brewer and he understands this. Yeah. He's, he's created beer himself. I have not. I've just tasted it, and drink it. I know what I like, but Josh has created beer and and mash things together so he is very experienced and knows what's going on yeah i try i tried to look for um my um my my other favorite brewery wilmington brew company and try to look for some tropical lightning uh, but they didn't have it at my bottle shop so i went with burial again from Asheville, north carolina and in theme of tonight with aquaman it is their flagship ipa called surf wax and on the cover is this skull with like electric eel going through its eyes and mouth with surfboards and so as a surfer as a fan of aquaman as a fan of the ocean i had to go with um with surf wax from burial and that's a that, fantastic I mean, fantastic um ipa i'm you know you are you are the the podcast resident ipa guy yeah. so i all of that checks out I am I am checking out because I've got this kind of theme going um, in the last few episodes. I, I may have mentioned that for this first series, I am going to go with local Nebraska beers and just uh, kind of do like a season long flight of stuff that is from my state right now. So tonight um, I'm enjoying a lager called Cornhead from one of my favorite local breweries cross strain and um they have a ton of good beers um a few that i might try later on in the season but let's um i've had one of these just recreationally but i have not um had one on the podcast so far okay here we go yeah that's good <clears throat> it's good stuff very crisp crisp and clean um last <laughs> last I week's burning sky the burning sky scottish ale um uh scottish style ale well it was so good you you um you missed out on my reaction to that it was it was very delicious can i say a cool thing about beer real quick is that appropriate so absolutely um, it's very appropriate yeah (laughs) well so i just for i guess listeners sake I used to be a pastor. I did that for almost six years. Then I became a professional brewer, did that for almost three years. And recently I found myself somehow, still haven't figured out how, um, working at a tiny little Episcopal church. And this Episcopal church is very connected to the community. They do a lot of stuff um, in the city that they're a part of. It's really cool. And they also have a significant amount of property. And they've been trying to figure out, because they're so community-focused, what can we do with this property? And initially, they were thinking, like, hey, uh, maybe some kind of affordable community housing would be something that we could do. Turns out, property's not zoned for that. Still a possibility, but uh, I was approached the other day by the the, the priest, rather, they're Episcopalians, and was asked this question. So, Josh... What do you know about farm breweries? So all this to say, there is currently the potential that I'm going to help found and start a brewery on church property. (laughs) It's all speculative currently, but how crazy would that be if I quit brewing to go be an administrator in a little church and then that in turn led me to brewing for a brewery owned by that church. 
Dude, that's so rad. And you know, full like circle, the, the, full circle. The patron saint of brewing, brewing is is Saint Nicholas. So you could call it Saint Nicholas or Saint Nick or or Kloss Brewery or something. Like you could do something with with that. Shit I, I face like, Santa Brewery. <laughs> Dirty Santa, <laughs> Dirty Santa Brewery. <laughs> there's also, yeah. there's also uh, this individual right here. I know this is a audio podcast. People can't see it. This is Saint Brigid. She is mm-hmm. the patron saint of beer, amongst other things. She is depicted in this icon literally with a, a brew pot in front of her. There you um, go. That's it. That's where you're gonna she's go. She's awesome. Yeah. Even yeah. better. Even better. When Even I better. used to brew professionally, that sat on the brew house that I brewed on. So that's ah, why all man. the beer was good, was because mm-hmm. St. Bridget was just like blessing that shit. Like that's mm. right. Like Josh sucks at brewing, but I'm gonna fix it. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna make it yeah. not suck as much. Yeah, it's the closest um, thing to traditional theism that I come to. Is, is bring is it the so, of beer. <laughs> that that is actually before we get rocking and rolling here. I do want to let people know that um, Josh, since you know we know each other through Trip and we know each other through Theology Beer Camp. Um, you have an amazing podcast called Rethinking Faith. Um, that is, um, I know like every, probably every theology podcast or spirituality podcast says, oh man, we're not like the other ones. Um, but really, uh, I told Josh this a few weeks ago, I was like, man, you and Trip are really the only ones I trust. And it's Mm -hmm. because of how brutally honest you are. Um, and the the intelligent level and the quality of the people you talk with, and then just the honesty of like halfway through chats, Josh would just be like, "Yeah, but I don't know." Like, and and it's not that you're not you're doing hard work in this area, so is Trip. But I love your honesty and your care. And uh, since I left, you know, ministry many years ago, you and Trip and Will are kind of my my sweet spot for instruction and and uh shepherding and all that kind of stuff so if you want to check out a great podcast check out what josh does go check out rethinking faith we'll we'll probably link it in our episode description here but um but yeah so check that out i realize i just did your plug for you josh no you you, Um, but you nailed it and also look here i didn't even plan this here's a sweet tie-in the episode that's getting released next week well i don't know when this is going to air but a week from today will be with the most high profile guest I've ever had on the podcast before, uh Will Rose. Oh whoa! that's Man. about to drop. And so Well, like, how did you keep that a secret from me? Uh, <laughs> my tens of followers can't wait to follow and subscribe. <laughs> well your number one follower is pissed. That's awesome. I'm I'm assuming you're talking about space in the cosmos or something like that. To, uh, both and there's some both and talk. Okay, there's okay. some both and talk. Both okay. and yeah. Both and. But uh, speaking of some both and talk, we should all not both, but we should all three of us get in and talk about our issue for a the night. God. Let's talk about a sea god. Let's yeah. Let's talk about um the the beginnings. Of one of the greatest superheroes to have ever graced the pages of an American comic book, Aquaman. Uh, He made his debut in the issue we're going to talk about tonight, More Fun Comics, number 73. This comic came out in 19... Oh, man. 1941. And everybody, I was not alive then. I was not alive. I know I'm one of the. Damn it! He beat us to the joke. I'm not. Um, I was not alive when this when this. 
Will Will raced home from his paper route and he slapped down his nickel and he got this and was like, gee golly, Willikers, mom. Gee golly, Willikers. More man. fun comics. I can't wait to read about Radio Squad or or Clip Carson. But no, it's a new debut of another one. Aquaman. How do you know it's Aquaman? Because he has an A on his belt buckle. And he's gonna beat the shit out of some Nazis. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's your your little your little like super hyper nationalist heart just grew three sizes that day will um it was it was a big moment for you um but before we dig into the uh the story of this issue because kind of the the theme the focus of our first series we're doing on superpower happy hour is iconic first appearances of iconic superheroes so we've talked about Superman, we talked about Spider-Man, and some of you are maybe wondering, like, okay, Superman, Spider-Man, Aquaman? Don't <laughs> worry. Most of the heroes you're thinking should be on this episode instead are coming later on in this season. So we're going to get to all your favorites. But Aquaman, because he's a timely subject right now, having a, a sequel movie come out that I may be the only person on the internet that's actually excited about it. Um, oh, dude, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be bonkers and stupid. They've had to rewrite this thing 12 I, times. James Gunn is coming around the corner with a whole other DC universe. I, just, like, I don't care. It. Let's just throw Aquaman out there and see what happens. Like it is, it is going to be, they're going to be sharks with lasers on their head. I know it. I know for sure. Well, freaking lasers. Freaking laser beams. <laughs> we have we have sea bass. Are they are they ill tempered? Um, <laughs> I I I do believe this will. No matter what, at the end of the day, like Momoa is worth my money. Like Momoa is is a ticket automatically for me. Um, I'm not like I'm not a big believer in like. Uh, well, the box office numbers are projected to under. I don't give a flying fuck. About what the box office numbers Rotten are. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't get uh, very good to review. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh, geez. Uh, what does this say about the future of James Gunn's? I don't care. I do not care. Um, I want to see my superhero, the only superhero I have tattooed on my skin. I want to see Aquaman kick ass for two hours. I want to see Black Manta. I want to see Ocean Master. All of it. And almost none of that is in the comic we're going to read tonight. But... Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but, in fact, well, the hero um, we're going to read about has blonde hair, get folks. Yeah. Blonde. Will, what is your personal history with Aquaman? Yeah. So I, uh, people know uh, who have listened to you before, and I've been on before, I grew up on the coast, on the south end of Rice Beach, North Carolina. Lifelong ocean lover, lifelong surfer, year-round swimmer on a swim team. I have a deep connection with the ocean and swimming. And yes, as I was getting into comic books, I was watching Super Friends on Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, I was alive when that happened. Um, I would go swim in the sound across the street, and I would pretend I was Aquaman because you could pretend you're literally flying under the ocean. So basically, Aquaman is Superman under the water. He can fly. He has super strength. He has all that stuff. So yeah, I was pretending to be Aquaman while I was swimming um in the ocean in the in the sound when i was a kid and so yeah inspirational for me and and yeah when you when you talk about the super friends when you talk about the dc universe yeah there's superman there's batman there's wonder woman you got you got the trinity right there 
but Aquaman, Aquaman, you wouldn't think he would apply, but, but, the, but the world is like, what, how much ocean, how much water is the world? I don't know that stat, 75%, something like that. Uh, a 90, lot of it, a lot. 98% <laughs> of the, the world is water. I don't know. That's a horrible. 98%. 98%. I'm 98% water in my body. I don't know. But like they, um, um, so, so yeah, I love, I love this character. I wasn't like a deep collector of the comics growing up, but definitely, fallen at storyline and yeah and, and loved his his place now if you watch like um robot chicken's depiction of the of the dc universe and aquaman how they <laughs> pick on him it is is pretty is pretty funny but in terms of like the ocean and ocean animals oceanography i went to college thinking i was gonna be a marine biologist got a c in biology immediately switched to something else but you know <laughs> i still love the ocean and surf as much as i can so there you go <laughs> I don't know why, but that's so great. <laughs> oh, I don't know biology worth a shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna major in a in a major where I'm gonna surf and play with dolphins. And then they were like, you got to take a lab. And I was like, what? Okay, I guess I'm switching my major. That's all it's like. <laughs> Josh, what's your personal history with with Aquaman? Yeah, so for me. Uh, when I first encountered Aquaman, I was like, well, dude, this is just a big giant ripoff of a great superhero, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> and I was like, WTF, what is this nonsense? Uh, but then I saw Jason Momoa, who, you know, him and I look very similar. Um, that's why my name is Josh Momoa. Um, like, I saw that one and I really enjoyed it, thought it was great. Uh, and then I watched Peacemaker and John Cena Ugh. informed me that uh, Aquaman has some weird um, relationships <laughs> with underwater creatures that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's <laughs> listen to our pregame, folks. Listen to our pregame. Yeah, it, happens. A, essentially... it happens in the real world. It happens in the real world. Listen that's to essentially my um, my experience. Uh, yeah with aquaman although i have seen aquaman on robot chicken that was probably uh some of my first depictions of aquaman <laughs> so sorry. basically i i apologize my view is tainted it's not good i'm here to be enlightened <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh, 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 hold on hold on <laughs> your your view is not tainted it is like it, it is an experience i'm sure there's so many people out there that would be like i didn't know like I didn't take <clears throat> Aquaman like an a serious for like a blink and like a second of time until I saw that movie, and even then I was like, yeah, but he still talks to fish. Like, um, my but in like a super cool way, like sharks and stuff. Yeah, like Come on. he summons the kraken at the end of that movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, yeah, like it's yeah. It's, there's no there's no joking about that. It's like no, it, the giant <laughs> sea monster follows his will. I um. My personal history with Aquaman is super simple. I um, when I was getting into comics, like actually going to comic book stores in college, I wanted a book that not everybody was reading. I, I've always kind of I've always kind of liked weird ancillary characters, characters that weren't exactly mainstream. So I had a really good friend of mine um, in college that was really into comics and he would pick up every batman book every batman book i was like i don't want to collect batman um because everybody collects batman <clears throat> and i was like who's the, you know i know of aquaman but i've never read any aquaman so 
I'm I'm proud to say that the the Jeff Johns run of Aquaman was beginning when I was collecting comics, and it was one of the first books I collected on a monthly basis. I have a long box back here in my closet that is full to to overflowing with Aquaman issues. So Jeff Johns really began my love of Aquaman. And then when that movie hit in, I believe it was 2019, I, I mean, I bought all the toys. I bought all the Funko Pops. I like, I, if it was my one shot to get an Aquaman movie, I was going to take full advantage of it. Um, I do have a tattoo on my left arm that is uh, his trident coming out through some waves. It's the first tattoo I ever got. Um, yeah, like I love Thor. Like people that know, like Will and I and, and Faz's work from across the Bifrost, like you know, we love Thor. I have a different kind of connection with Aquaman um, because I was all in on a character that most people did not care about. And um, so, yeah, my personal history with Aquaman um, definitely didn't start in 1941, but uh, it was it was deep. Yeah. So that Jeff Johns rock was that um, New Fifty Two or Rebirth? Which one? That's New Fifty Two. Yep. New Fifty Two. So try to reboot the DC <clears throat> universe to make it, you know, uh, get everyone to jump on at one point and start with new number ones for Superman and Batman, and then Jeff Johns uh, started with this reboot of of Aquaman. And and what were the creature, the deep seas underneath? What the, were trench. the trench. The trench. This is like deep. That like, first trade. That first. <sighs> That first trade is so good. Zombie like things yeah. from the trench, from the deep trench, like um, down there. These things emerge as like these zombie creatures, and those were super cool. And it looks like in the in the preview for the new Aquaman movie that like they show up a little bit. Is that what well, I? Well, they showed up in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it looks like um, they're coming back. It looks like they're yeah, they're like they're they're, they're coming back. With it's them. yeah, no, it was it was a great. I mean, honestly, um, and we we gotta we gotta get to the. To the, the yeah. meat and potatoes, but I will say, Will, just talking about the new fifty-two, the new fifty-two got shit on a lot by a yeah. lot of different people, but it worked for me. Like, yeah. I, like it was perfect for a guy like me that wanted to jump on and, mm -hmm. and not have an entire decades and decades long knowledge of these characters. I, I mean, it, it worked for me. Um, it got me to read DC comics. And it was like, it was I like rethinking, it was like rethinking comics, you know, it's like, if you yeah. can deconstruct, reconstruct and like to start over again, it was like re rethinking comics. I think. <laughs> the first will will Rose <laughs> Memorial eye roll of the episode. Uh, but anyway, everybody, where, yeah. where, where were you starting with Aquaman, whether this is brand new territory for you when you were going to plumb the depths of a character you don't know a lot about, or if you're like, Hey, I've gone the seven seas with Arthur Curry. I know what this character is about. Hopefully this conversation enhances your love of that character. We should get started with yes. Yes. Will. Quick, quick, quick question. Was have you read this origin story before tonight or like before this assignment with this? Was this the first time you read I, it or or did you I have? Okay, you read this before. I have. And um, and just so uh people are clear, like there's so many elements of Aquaman's history that aren't touched in this uh comic because this is not I was explaining this to Josh earlier today. Like, this is not the wide modern exception of uh it's not the widely accepted origin of the modern Aquaman that would come a little, little uh, further along in the silver age. The silver age Aquaman is really where Arthur Curry starts in his incarnation of Aquaman begins. This is, I mean, golden age Aquaman is kind of a, 
a scattershot idea of a of a man who lives underwater and fights battles at sea. Um, so we're going to see some elements of Aquaman in here, but we're not going to see a lot of like what the modern character would become. Um, yeah, everybody so at this time is chasing, chasing that Superman money. Like Superman was yeah, big. Yeah. And in the late 30s, early 40s, uh, Superman was so popular. Everybody's chasing and trying to trying to create the next Superman and, and hotspot. So Aquaman is basically Superman underwater, and, and that's what they're chasing. So similar similar kind of themes there, and we'll, we'll see that in the comic. So the first page of our issue um, in More Fun Comics, number 73, which is a book that featured um, characters like the Spectre, Dr. Fate, uh, characters that have been around in DC Comics forever. Um, it also also features the first appearance of one Oliver Queen, known yeah. as the Green Arrow. Yeah. So Green Arrow and Aquaman start in the exact same issue. And maybe sometime if we revisit iconic first appearances of superheroes, we can do Green Arrow and revisit this comic. That story is well worth a read. It is very, very crazy. And yeah, so and if you have this in your collection, you're you got money in the bank, that's for sure. Yes, you do. The first appearance of you know several iconic superheroes. Um, but this story is Aquaman, the submarine strikes, and we jump in on the first page. We see kind of a uh a an allusion to what has just happened at sea. A ship full of refugees and hospital workers has been um <laughs> been brought under attack by the nazis even though we're yeah. not gonna call we're not gonna call them nazis um but they have a swastika right on their on their cap right, yeah, right on there. the swastika pretty much gives it away it's not subtle <laughs> it, it does there's, there's, li there's little to be it's funny they don't feel the need to name them it's like oh aquaman you're gonna go fight the nazis he's like no we're gonna go fight the commander and his <laughs> ship and his crew it's like you mean his nazi crew and his nazi <laughs> ship um the monocle nazi with stuff? a monocle over his with eye monocle. and a swastika it's like the commander the, of the submarine the is the douchiest nazi <laughs> <laughs> so on this opening page we just we see that this ship is under attack and aquaman is gonna help them out this first uh this first little glance at aquaman like josh what was your first impression since like you're not a regular comic book reader i gave you this homework and like a good student you studied and you got your pen and you got your printouts and everything what was your first impression of of aquaman on the, on the cover here well i was impressed just because of the imagery where they're firing a rad a rather large uh gun at aquaman and he kind of just like forearm blocks the projectile yeah. and it kind of just like fucks off in the other direction. Um, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, Aquaman is about to be super powerful. I'm excited to learn about how he got his powers, uh, all those kind of things, because that's uh, it's pretty impressive. Fit, like if you shoot a fish with a large projectile, <laughs> this doesn't happen. But when you do it to Aquaman... Yeah. It happens. So it right. broke my categories of uh, fish-like <laughs> creatures. <laughs> Will, first appearance of Aquaman, first impression of Aquaman, what uh, What does this first page uh, scream at you? Well, what does it say to you as the reader? Yeah, I mean, I, I will say, like, we, I don't want to move too quick to page two, but page two has, like, this um, element of mystery, like this hand comes out of the water, and you're like, who is right. this? Well, you reveal it on the first page. Like I, I know who this. Who is. Who could this like, be? Who could this be? Like I wish they would have like 
um, not giving it away, you know, just had Aquaman and then had this cannon shooting at the ship and sinking and then a little bit more mystery there. But I think the the splash page at the front, they want to really show who you're at. So they were like, oh, I got to keep reading this. But I would have loved that mystery and the big reveal be a little bit later on, like build that mystery. Yeah. But, but the fact that he's got a damsel in distress uh, and a child and he's got an, an, an A on his belt buckle. He's got his classic green pants and his orange scaly, you know, top. Uh, his nice blonde hair that looks like Flash Gordon. So like, oh, you know, I trust uh, white males with blonde hair. They're the saviors of most things like Flash Gordon. Wait, <laughs> and other things. It, so who is the Nazi here? Is it right, the I was going to say. Who's the Aryan, who's the Aryan <laughs> that, should, that, that, that we should trust? Um, sh but, shouldn't but, you the know, Nazis just be like, shouldn't the Nazis, Nazis be like, like hey, oh, thank God you're here. Oh, thank, thank God, God you're here. You're here An to help us with your with your white <laughs> face and blonde hair. You're 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 a Superman. So like, let's do it. Um, but no, like I I yeah, you gotta you gotta put on the front page for these kids to keep reading your more fun comics. So that's what they do. So yeah, they introduce the character and then they build the mystery on on page two. But so on page two, will you know? Will you're right. Like the the cover uh, kind of gives away the mystery. But on page two, we see Aquaman get the refugees out of the way so that this Nazi U-boat uh, doesn't kind of finish the job. They yeah. they don't get the refugees as they're going away. He pulls them at great speed to get out of there. And uh, he saves them and the U-boat kind of, you know, um, it goes away for a while. We're going to revisit them later. I will say, Will mentioned Super Friends earlier. It is so difficult to not read the narration in the Super Friends narrator voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the refugees are free because of Aquaman. <laughs> like, it's it's really, it's really hard to not do that. Like, Kim told me many times, like, dude, you got to stop. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do other stuff um but that's uh the, the second page it just kind of it just kind of furthers along our 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 setup for the eventual clash again that uh aquaman will have with these uh, with this nazi submarine um but well you said that the mystery is kind of already solved but what in this second page kind of furthered um furthered the story for you well, it, it's six panels, just just regular like uh, square blocks that move from page to page. It's not it's not really dynamic, but you know you move to the danger and the urgency is that yeah, this U boat is coming upon this um, this this boat of of refugees and and children and hospital workers, and uh, and and so they're like, let's get them. We're gonna get those people because we can't let them get to the press of of what they're going next. So like we we gotta blow them up. And then, you know, Phelps has nothing. Michael Phelps has nothing on on, on Aquaman. Like Aquaman is like flutter kicking and swimming, grabbing this boat and pulling it to safety with the super speed under uh, at water. And it, it's so good. And they're all amazed. Like, who is this? What's going on? Um, I, the, the mystery of this guy is intriguing. What's, what's happening? Who is this? It's coming out of the sea. Um, but what but yeah, I you, you got to make them um, <laughs> really pale with blonde hair. And maybe what I do them. love... <laughs> <laughs> I, what I love about these Nazis is the Nazi party has been in power. Uh, what I love about the Nazis is <laughs> makes a is great Instagram the, reel. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about 
you know what I'm not. I mean, Please don't cut um, that piece and just play it over and over and over again. Oh, no. Really, really good. Really good. Yeah, Man. Well, this like. many paths thing was fun while it lasted. <laughs> That's right. Um, three episodes. They are, they, the Nazi party has been in power in Germany and in Europe for pretty, a, a while now. Yeah. But this is the moment that they're afraid of bad press. This is the moment. That we can't like, let people oh, know. Oh shit, they're going to know we blew up a ship. Oh dang it. Oh, oh, forget all those Jews workers. we killed. Yeah. Like yeah. It's yeah, it's it's not but a, I do like the social commentary of like yeah, there's refugees. Like it's it's not that it's not without relevance for today. Like in terms of refugees and women and children and the and the oppressed and marginalized, like here the classic uh story of a hero saving a, a superpower uh, firing on hospital workers and refugees. Like, wh- who are we going to align ourselves with? Uh, those in power firing on um, those trying to find safety? Or, I'm sorry, I'm pulling a trip with my beer and getting political. But, but yeah, like, who are we going to align ourselves with? Aquaman saving the refugee? Or are we going to go with the power to block them out and build walls that say, you can't come here? So, um, yeah, it's pretty amazing that they are in 1941. People are like, today are like, oh, comics are too political. I can't believe I, you know, this woke, these woke comics that are so political. Like, dude, Aquaman's first appearance, we're not, not only Captain America punching Nazis, but here we have like um, Aquaman drop kicking a, a Nazi <laughs> in the face with his green boots. Like that. I, come on. And we're going to get to some of Aquaman's trash talk. It yeah. is 80s campy wrestling bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and I know Josh is ready for that. Um, but so on the on the third page, um, we're going to get to some of this trash talk where Aquaman boards the U-boat. And he's trying to stop them from getting away, but they oh. they close they close the hatch. They submerge. And then Aquaman and his team of, of, of dolphins. Um, yeah. yeah, I know how it sounds. Uh, his yeah. team of dolphins, they get the refugees to shore. <clears throat> and the captain of the refugee ship is like, gee, fella, like, how can you do all these miracles? And um, on yeah. the next page, we're going to get this, the story of Aquaman. There's one line on this page that I really, um, I really do want to dig into. It's when... Um, he says, there they go with the, with their tail behind them. Well, the ocean isn't deep enough to hide them, but first to help the castaways. I love that little bit of trash talk of the ocean isn't deep enough to hide from me. And it's like, for, for the record, Aquaman kills people in this issue. Like <laughs> golden age comics were not this moral code no. of exemplary champions. They're like, nope bad guy gotta die so they're like i just love that aquaman's like the ocean isn't deep enough to hide from me mother um <laughs> right and green air like green Fuck arrow. mariana's trench yeah. like <laughs> yeah. i'm here for it. let's go to the depths <laughs> i vacation there yeah vacation, mariana's trench. No, that's good i got that's three good. houses in mariana's <laughs> trench three that sounds like a euphemism yeah ah <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, so yeah, Josh, Josh, what, what's your take on this third page? There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of action, you know, a lot of text, a lot of, about, they, there's not just six blocks of regular square text. Like there is moving pretty fast there and the urgency's, you know, there are, are, are they going to save them or not? Well, Josh, Josh, what do you, what do you think? What, what's going on here in your head as you read? Yeah, it's quite picked up and I love, I'm drawn to the, uh, the panel where Aquaman is bro kicking a Nazi off the <laughs> U-boat um 
and just his Booker trash T scissor kicking big time like bam like you know like it even like here's a throwback for you i'm getting some like gene simmons energy Ooh. Uh, <laughs> or um that's not quite right sorry that what was his yeah he had he would wrestle under two names i think gene simmons was one of them and he had another From one kiss? He had a, kiss was no, a wrestler no 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 the guy gene no, simmons no, no, no. i've i fucked that up um <laughs> but i could swear what did he actually go by anyway the big uh, all right i'm done kick me off this show but <laughs> no, the, you would never use never the, I will not bro Snitsky, kick you like Aquaman there we bro go. kicked the Nazi. Gene Snitsky. That's what Gene I was going Snitsky. for. Ah, Snitsky. Nice. With, yeah, that energy is happening. And the trash talk, as Ryan, you were alluding to, see the sea, my friend. Bam. Like, come on. That's good. And even Will, as a pastor, you can appreciate that. I know you're not a Southern Baptist, but the see the sea thing, come on. That's yeah, just yeah. classic preaching. So, see the sea. Aquaman crushing it. Swimming with the dolphins. That's oh. probably my favorite panel is where he's just like it's so good. Quick friends, rescue that boat. Uh hurry it to land. Hurry to dolphins, land. Hurry yeah, to the land. Dolphins, like there's four dolphins, and the one that's like the third one on the page, not quite to the top right corner, but the, the one right below it is the most intense looking dolphin out of all of them. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, I've really got to impress Aquaman so I can get that promotion, that dolphin promotion. They're like, hurry to the land. They're like, what are we going to do on land? Like, they're like, we... what are we going to do? <laughs> Check out our pregame and you might find yeah, out what dolphins would do on land. Like, you don't want to know what the dolphins <laughs> get some samples. You got to get some samples on land. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so page four, <laughs> we, faster, we learn... Faster. We learn uh, <laughs> we learn a little bit about Aquaman's original origin. Now, again, this is not the modern accepted origin for Aquaman. Um, and even like the name Arthur Curry, the name Thomas Curry, which is Arthur's father, that doesn't show up in this. Uh, Aquaman basically says his father was a scientist who went to the ocean floor, discovered some stuff about Atlantis, built a, a home at the bottom of the ocean, raised <laughs> his son that he names Aquaman. He says, my son is a dweller of the deep. His name shall be Aquaman. Oh my gosh. And then, favorite panel of, well, one of the favorite panels of the comic, He Aquaman's done telling his origin story. He ends it abruptly with just the inclusion of his name. And then he just says this. He's like, well, that's all of the story. My father died. I carry on his studies at the Sea Bottom City. Now I must go. <laughs> what the actual hell, Aquaman? <laughs> and, and the captain's like, wait, hold on. And the, uh, Aquaman uh, swims off. He's like, man, I'm done. I'm done telling my story. Um, and he swims away to re-encounter the Nazis who think they've gotten away with this scot-free. They don't have to worry about bad press. They don't have to worry about not impressing the Fuhrer. They don't have to worry about disappointing you know, all their, their Nazi buddies that suspiciously look a lot like Aquaman. And then Aquaman shows back up, but that's on page five. So page four, origin. Like they, they He goes back to fight the, the, the Nazi submarine crew. Will, what... What are, what are we getting from this page? What is what, what is this page giving, Will? I I love that like when we talked about action comics, you know, with with Superman's origin in the bottom corner, 
they have to like, hey, y'all, if this is unbelievable that a man can leap tall buildings in a single band or super strong, like just look at like nature and science. Like there's grasshoppers that jump super high. There's ants that that, that live double their weight. Like it, it's in nature, there's science. And here, like they're explaining things scientifically. Like it's not like some, by some like, crazy miracle no is through training and literally it says and a hundred scientific secrets that they learn from atlantis so science is huge they're going to science their way through this shit like they're going to science their way to a superhero and and that's kind of like the 30s yeah when you get to the 60s and 70s with um stan lee and marvel like everybody's radiated or have like hit by nuclear radiation or an or an atomic spider or or a nuclear bomb and then or radiation from space that's how they get their 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 superpowers but but in the 30s and 40s like we're going to science this and it could be some super formula or something's going on so i love that they tie in it. it's atlantis and their progression of science like the hope of science from the, like the 20s 30s and 40s i'm super pro science but like like the the post World War II atomic bomb. Oh no, maybe science can't save us. Maybe we need to be more better stewards of science is a big thing. But here they're in this they're they're this sweet spot of like science is going to bring us to like utopia and save us all. And uh, and you see that with like the origin story of Aquaman, just like three panels. And this is an eight page comic for to try to pack all that you can to share who this Aquaman is that hopefully will. Yeah. Catch you know, catch uh, popularity and keep going. And they say at the end, like, you're going to see more of this guy in more fun comics. But but yeah, he's he's going to eventually become a member of the Justice League and last well, 80 years. So like, here here we go. Yeah. What um what Marvel Comics in the 60s taught me, Will, was yeah. that there are n- there's no negative effects of radiation. <laughs> None. You can only yeah. get stronger. We learned it with Peter Parker on last episode with with Haley and Faz, like that spider, like only made Peter Parker stronger. It didn't give many ill effects. And if you know you're talking about um, action comics that we talked about with Trip, and now today talking about Aquaman with Josh, it's like, hey, science literally solves everything, yeah. and we don't even have to explain it. Like we don't learn how Aquaman got his powers in this. We just, just learn how we got his name. Hard train hard and uh, yeah yeah i i make the jokes there have been times when i've had mris or or done some things in the hospital or had tests or procedures done and i told the nurses i hope things go horribly wrong and i get superpowers and they look at me with with straight up like what the hell did you just say i'm like well i'm hoping out of this i become a superhero and they're like okay please shut up so we can keep doing our our job so that i've made that joke and in hospitals Sorry. Best case scenario, nothing bad happens. Worst case scenario, I become fucking Robocop. (laughs) 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 Josh, do you have any thoughts on the origin story here? Like kind of a little bit of the background we get about Aquaman before we jump Mm -hmm. back into the present day? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it threw me off a bit because here I was expect like my, as I've stated earlier, my knowledge of Aquaman came, you know, mostly from Jason Momoa's portrayal and so i was expecting some kind of like crazy story and it's just like nah like i made my kid read a bunch of biology books and uh you know he didn't drop out like will did and <laughs> now he's aquaman like that kind of oh damn it you could have been aquaman <laughs> damn it it kind of threw me <laughs> off a bit and I was like, oh, well, I guess that's cool. And I like went back and like I reread the panels because I was like, what am I missing here? 
but it was actually like, oh, that's just it. Got it. Okay, cool. It's, so, it's <laughs> it. Yeah. And he, so he signed it, but I was particularly drawn to the middle panel, dead center in the page. Aquaman's oh. quads are oh. stellar or beefcake like. Beefcake like, or if like you didn't see the little flash of orange, you'd be like, what mermaid tail is out here double cheeked up on a Thursday? <laughs> yeah like i think i think that the drawler of the comic might have been dealing with some um internal uh repression of uh their sexuality and oh my uh, gosh that's great anyway that's 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 that but the yeah i don't know I but I love I did like I I appreciated this part. My my favorite thing about it was Aquaman does all this kind of stuff and yeah. saves the day. And then the guy's like, "Hey, we're trying to give you an award." And then that's when he does like the double cheeked up dive, like nails it, perfect form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Thanks, but I seek no reward." And so for me, that was like, "Oh, cool. Okay, I'm on board with Aquaman. He's mm. out here doing good for goodness' sake." And not expecting an award out of it or a movie starring Jason Momoa. He's just, mm. I mm. hate the Nazis. I want to save the refugees and the hospital workers. And I'm going to do it because that's the right thing to do. And yeah. that gave me respect points for Aquaman. Nice. Nice. I mean, speaking of respect points for Aquaman, he he re-engages the, the Nazi scourge uh, on their like private island of doom. Doom, which I can only imagine they like, yeah, I don't know. They call it Paradise Island, but it's it's very rough for people that don't look like them. Um, he <laughs> rides he rides into this island on the back of a dolphin. Like I'm a assuming it's horse. that, like it's, that horse. One, it's the one dolphin that Josh pointed out earlier because that dolphin's got to get that promotion. He wants to be lead dolphin in the fleet. Um, Aquaman says something really weird in this first panel where he says, just out of context, like he can't hear what the guys on the shore are saying. So he just says, I have oceans of love for you boys. <laughs> what? What? I, what? I know. Why? Why? I, Why? I love it so much. They, it's like he's trolling them. You know, it, he is. Yeah. Like, again, they, it's Aquaman. We're talking about boats, fish, trolling. Like he's trolling them with like, I got nothing but love for you boys. And they're like, what? Oh my gosh, the man of the sea, run, hide. Like, yeah, like he's like, all right, here he comes. Love, what do you, what do you mean? So that's, uh, I, I love it so much. He engages these, these, uh, the, the submarine commander and his, and what's left of his crew. And yeah. they, he jumps on land. They miss him. Like they try to shoot a, uh, what kind of gun is it? They try to shoot submachine gun. a submachine gun at him. They miss and then Aquaman proceeds to, uh, um, as uh, man, I, I wish, uh, I wish Josh had to duck out here real quick because he um, he would understand this reference. Aquaman begins to whip candy ass on all of these Nazis, and he eventually says this in the last panel. He says, "If you smell with the rock, <laughs> <laughs> there we go." Oh my gosh, he's here! He's here! The people's champ is here! He says in the last panel, he says, Do not threaten me. I am no helpless refugee woman aboard a peaceful ship. And he oh goes to gosh. he goes to attack these Nazis. 
Well, one thing I noticed about this was a correlation to Action Comics number one, mm-hmm. where Superman says to the man who is abusing his wife, he says, I am no helpless woman. And we're hitting that same story beat there uh, of, you know, I'm not helpless. I am standing up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. And Aquaman asserts that in this page. Now, before uh, pages, the next few pages get kind of wacky and wild. Uh, I want uh, any thoughts on page five or, um, you know, some of Aquaman's stellar trash talk guys. Yeah, I like how he punches he punches underwater their their sub and 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 it's the most action like modern like and if you look at modern art and comics you know it's probably dynamic we progress a lot in, in how we do art and how we tell the story you know we 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 have progressed um, but but that is a super great awesome action scene of him just like slugging this metal to sink it and I I, I love that and then he just kind of leaps onto to the dock uh to to confront the nazis but but yeah it's 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 like they're he's trolling them he hops up there he's showing his strength he's showing what he can do what he's made of yeah the him leaping up onto the docks reminded me of a real life occurrence that happened i want to say <laughs> that it happened in alabama but forgive me if i'm not getting the details right but there was essentially there was like a um a boat that was coming to dock and it was like a tourist boat where people could get on this boat. They'd take them around the Harbor and then they'd come back and um, you know, whatever next people could get on. Well, some uh, bros in their party boat parked in the no parking section where this boat was supposed to, to dock to load more people. And when the boat came back, they were like, Hey, y'all got to move. And all the bros were like very drunk and it didn't, you know, it didn't work out um, so nicely. Ultimately, it ended up a brawl happened. The first mate <laughs> of the boat came off to land and like told these bros like, all right, you guys have to move, untied their boat and like started pulling it. Um, and then basically these five bros attacked this um, black man and like it was wow. a five on one beat down. And then a huge brawl broke out on this dock. And from the ways there in the video, there was a young gentleman who jumped into the water, swam across and then jumped up and joined the fight. And they were referring to him as the black Aquaman. Um, And it was very intense. And it was a real thing. Like Google it. Like it was a big, it was a big deal. Like it was a a crazy brawl. Like, um, it, I mean, it was very racially charged and motivated. It, like it was a, it was a crazy thing that happened. I'm pretty wow. sure it was in Alabama. So I was reminded of that event, um, as yeah. Aquaman shoots up here onto the dock and then beats up some Nazis. Uh, similarly to how this young brave individual shot up on the dock and started beating up some white racist bros in Alabama. Ah, uh, love but, it. But you know, and cool. and and all God's people said. Do it again. Um, but uh and the, the pursuit, Aquaman's pursuit of the Nazis, uh of the Nazis doesn't end there. He chases them into their arsenal on the next page. And 
<laughs> some silly Looney Tune shit ensues. Oh my god! Where so one good. of the guys like goes up to the second story window right above the door, and Aquaman's like, "Come on out! Come on out, you sewer rats!" And it's, you know, it's like that's you know that's classic '80s <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrestling true. trash talk. And then yeah. the guy uh, in the window above drops a like a, a small like five pound sledgehammer on him. Hammer drops the hammer, and he's like, you know, he's like, "Heads, you lose." It's, it's like not Mjolnir. It's not Mjolnir. Fantastic. It's, it's yeah. Aquaman wakes up from his uh, from his little nap, and he is chained to these weights that are are then um, attached to his his, his torso ch- chains all around him, and they dump him off the side of a boat, and he falls to the ocean floor, and uh, he they say like happy landing, and he goes and. Um, Aquaman wonders at the end of this page, well, how am I going to get out of this hole now? Because because if you're going to defeat a freaking sea man or a sea god, what are you going to do? You're going to throw him back in the ocean. Come on. It's like Br'er Rabbit. Don't throw me in that briar patch. It's like, what are you doing? Classic. Classic. (laughs) Like, don't. Yeah, surely, surely this will take care of him. We're going to put the sea guy who can breathe underwater. And communicate with all sea life. (laughs) <laughs> Connected like, with mm, there's a reason why <laughs> you guys were defeated him a few years later riding the back of a porpoise but we're gonna throw him back in the ocean yes, yes. I love, love. yeah <laughs> so good josh any any pickups on this looney tunes like scheme that the nazis are like we're gonna throw a hammer on his head and then we're gonna throw him back into the ocean oh man <laughs> okay okay siegfried that sounds like a great a great plan oh thanks dietrich <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> well i deeply appreciated this page a lot the cinder blocks tied to the ankles thrown over you know this tiny little like rowboat with a oversized swastika on the backside like very (laughs) they're not being subtle again Uh, it's all about branding all about branding branding. and i think there's some good storytelling going on in the bottom right panel where there's like that fish um because the fish kind of looks like either i've been waiting for you or what the fuck is happening uh (laughs) but either way the fish there feels important in that panel to me um, and Aquaman is thinking like, oh, well, great. How do I get out of this hole? Um, which is funny because he's in the ocean, not in the hole, but um, the trench, he's the in the trench, trench. he's in Mariana's trench. Mm-hmm. The fish where, seems where, promising. Where he, That's where my point. Summers. Okay. I, well, and you're yeah. right. You're right, Josh, because um, on the, the penultimate page, we do see how he gets out of this uh, uh, circumstance, and then he reengages with the Nazis again. Uh, his th- you know third time's a charm kind of thing. Now, I'm gonna whittle down the science here, um, <laughs> or the pseudoscience, um, uh-huh. and um, I'm gonna read a line on this page verbatim. So, listener, if you're thinking like this is the beer talking, or this is just me choosing some colorful language. This is a 1941 fragment of a comic that I am reading. Uh, It is not of my own prose that I am writing. So Aquaman is chained to the bottom of the ocean with these cinder blocks. And he he knows that if he can get this one rare sea plant to exude a green... William, stop. Um, This uh, this green gas liquid looking thing... uh, so glad we are not a video podcast. Um, so, so 
<laughs> he, 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 um, I'm just going to read it actually. Um, and the, uh, Aquaman recognizes a bulb like plant and a species, a species <laughs> containing a greenish fluid in the same manner. <laughs> <laughs> the same manner that a squid exudes an inky, inky-like liquid to confuse its enemies. So these plants secrete a colored fluid when wow, molested. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, yo, let's do it. I like it. So, Aquaman the comics. It is great. So, <laughs> so um, Oh if God. you weren't sure if you wanted to keep listening to Superpower Happy Hour, this is your <laughs> place to, to disembark. Um, oh, but no, it so literally good. says that Aquaman molests this plant. <laughs> <laughs> he is eyeing it very intently. He's, I will have it, you. You shall be my plant. To be fair, it looks rather obvious like a pair of breasts. <laughs> it uh, really does. Like, yes. I think they, the comic book oh draw person knew what they were doing this is like when you watch little mermaid and you can't help but see all the phallic imagery in the backs it's like i i, I want to uh i think it was a relative or someone was like oh that's not really in little mermaid they wouldn't do that i'm like you should pause it once in a while well and this just is see what happens the comics code authority like you know it's like hey we're gonna we're gonna do some subtle images but like you know, oh my gosh, it's so freaking Aquaman's good. gonna motorboat some sea breasts. Yeah, and hot take <laughs> this is uh fifty shades of gray before it was popular because you got the sea breast and homeboy is hardcore tied up, whips and chains, yep. hashtag Rihanna, hashtag there you go, hashtag Josh is never invited back. <laughs> oh but but like this is before like he has his powers week and like uh uh aqua tenetic uh kinetic um telepathic call the dolphins to himself he's doing a smoke signal he's doing a smoke signal underwater with it's it's a green it's a green (laughs) green fluid signal yeah and then the ninja turtles showed up (laughs) now we know they're like dad universe my bad (laughs) dad The rest oh, of the page really doesn't matter because I couldn't focus on the rest of the page after that explicit description of how Aquaman gets free. Uh, but he gets but he gets free because the fish come and help him, and he jumps the Nazis again, and they're they're like celebrating um with their monocles and their snickering smiles. They say the sea creature was like many other powerful enemy. Our or our wits were too much for him. Yes, we must be he must be fish bait now. And I'm sure Aquaman's like, yeah, I haven't heard that a billion times. <laughs> On the last page. Oh, page eight. Here we go. Okay, so okay, to recap, listeners, Aquaman has saved refugees and hospital workers from um the Nazi wave, uh, both literally and figuratively. And he has uh, a very simplistic origin that we didn't get to really hear the end of because the story was over and his father died. And now he's taken over residence of his uh, father's abandoned sea bottom of the sea shanty. We see a, a tied up kind of weird exchange with a plant at the bottom of the ocean. And, uh, <laughs> This is where Aquaman like fulfills his destiny as uh, Aquaman, the Nazi slayer. <laughs> he punches out the first Nazi, chases the next guy back into the arsenal, 
where you know the said you know five pound sledge was dropped on his head earlier and you think aquaman no that's where they dropped the hammer on you man don't go back there he runs in the nazi uh commander chucks a grenade at him says this will kill him and save me you haven't won yet you walking fish and mm -hmm. aquaman catches the grenade like uh a la like bruce lee bullet style catches it and he's like i don't know what danger this is like really dude you don't know what a grenade is you just molested some coral but you don't know what a grenade is <laughs> okay again his own phrasing aquaman said that not ryan and he catches the grenade he throws it back at the guy and it blows the entire arsenal up. I'm assuming there were so many, uh, uh, you know, explosive devices and munitions in there. And he says, swimming away, the submarine sunk, the supply of weapons destroyed, the leader of murder dead. Pretty sure you're the leader of murder now, man. <laughs> so, so ends one labor of Aquaman. But there is much more to do in the perilous upper world. And then we get the kind of editorial note of, you're going to see more adventures of this brand new superhero in more fun comics next month, kids. Um, the first adventure of Aquaman comes to a conclusion. A rousing, explosive, at times uncomfortable conclusion. Josh, you're at the end of this book that I made you read and we're friends. So I, I, I appreciate your trust. Have I misused your trust in making you read this? No, I, it was fun, man. I, I actually think the most profound panel in the entire comic is here on the last page where awesome. it says, uh, the Nazi guy is like, I must escape that sea monster, except he says it in German. So it's like, sounds harsh or something. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, Aquaman says, you land monsters are far worse. far worse. And I was like, boom, there it is. Like, if Will was going to preach a sermon, that's where it comes from, is right there. Yeah, right there. Um, so I, I appreciated that panel. You know, it made me think of, like, the kind of ecological crisis that we're currently facing. Mm. Uh, it's just, like, war, genocide, all the kind of violence, right? We, you know, we think about, like, during Shark Week, like, oh, that's crazy. A shark killed a person one time. <laughs> And then it's like, yeah, but on the land, like we kill each other every day way a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so like, why are we yeah. hating on the shark when like we do it all the time? So I, mm. that panel for me was like, I really, that that was like the culmination point for me. I, I appreciated that. And then awesome. the next panel just made me laugh because the Nazis had a giant crate of grenades and it was labeled grenades in English, not in German. So that was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, das ist grenade. Yeah, right. Uh. Right. And there was no das boot, which was sad because I like that part. But um, uh, yeah, it. I I don't know. I enjoyed it. It, it was fun um, to be introduced to such an iconic superhero uh, for my first time engaging like a, a comic like this and not a movie you know yeah so i appreciate it will will did this live up to our expectations because we really wanted to uh, do this one um 100%. did it live up to our expectations 100 like i'm amazed because like i'm a connoisseur of comics like i go to my comic Whoa, shop okay, every wednesday man. and pick up my do you want to borrow one of comic? these guys monocles while you say that yeah 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 like <laughs> i i read graphic novels i read a ton of comics 
And and to and to read this for the first time and know how much they packed in like eight pages and their panels and what they're trying to do in this kind of digest of other comic book stories, they're introducing a new character. And and oftentimes the in, in present day postmodern era, there there'll be a whole graphic novel of its entire backstory and and build up all this stuff. But no, they they pack so much in just these eight pages to try to lure you in to say like, here's a, a hero you should care about and we'll see what happens next time and, and get you in. Um, and the mainstay of how he's endured over the, the decades and been a part of major teams and now, you know, a multi-million dollar budget of, of, of a movie. I, I think it all started there in 1941 with this, with this eight page comic. Like if you had told those yeah. writers and artists that one day in 2023 or 2024 and 2023, there's going to be like Jason Momoa uh, with a two and a half hour movie uh, of that. They'll be like, what are you talking about? What's the future like? You're like, are you, what are you talking about? We can't imagine that. So I, I love it so much. And I thought it was worth your while to read and digest and see what happens next and follow this guy. Everybody, you go go read this just just as like a historical document, um, and um, yeah, it's great. Um, it's great, but also like read it within its intention, read it within its context as best as you can. Like taking taking twenty twenty three eyes to this and judging it through a twenty twenty three lens, it's not gonna li- it's not gonna live up to any criteria, socially acceptable criteria, like. Um, I did not expect to to read the word molest in this comic, but I did. And um, I didn't expect that. You know, we we probably said the word Nazi a thousand times in this episode, but that is what the people at the time were struggling mm-hmm. against. That is what an American comic book author and writer and, and artist could look at in the real world and say, this is a problem. This is a worldwide problem. A thing that people are going to understand they're going to gravitate with and if this comic can be a small aspect of how they deal with and relate to this and um, something that is very tangible um, I think that's a sign of, of a story that knows its audience so yeah. as an audience member that is reading this decades and decades later like our world has changed so much and be sure to try and as best as you can read this with its intention within the context that it was created. Um, and because yes, even it hasn't changed a ton. To like it's changed a lot, but there's still things there like, holy shit, like we're, right. we're still wrestling and, the same, same crap. Yeah, no? And a lot of it is like the more the world changes, the more it stays the same yeah. um, and, and a lot. But just as, as a reader, um, just do yourself a favor and maybe take those little, um, those little hints and uh, helps with you. So we've come to the point of the episode where we're going to rate this issue out of a six pack. So one is like, eh, it was, it was not that great. Six was, I really enjoyed it. And um, I would drink a full six pack to this comic. Josh, you are a guest of honor. So please give us your six pack score out of six. What would you rate more fun comics? Number 73, the submarine strikes the first appearance of Aquaman. So I'm going to give it a solid four. Okay. And like, but maybe like, so when you buy craft beer, you get, uh, when you buy a four pack, it's four 16 ounce cans. So yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So like, that's kind of cool. But also <laughs> I think part of like, as we're sitting here talking, this is, uh, 
a little bit of my more the nerdiness like that the kind of nerdiness i possess coming out but aquaman is similar so like uh this idea within um the pages of the bible scripture they have this like chaos the chaos waters and agents of Mm -hmm. chaos right and you have this constant theme of the divine organizing chaos and then chaos ensuing well Aquaman is kind of like Jesus because he is this creature that comes out of the chaos waters kind of vibe. And I was like, ooh, now I'm going to have to boost my score, right? So that's why I want to give it the four, but the four, like a four out of four 16-ounce cans, Mm. not just the the classic six-pack of, uh, yeah. Do you follow? Am I making some No, it makes perfect sense. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. Will, what are you giving this out of a six pack? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna level up a little bit and talk about the Hebrew word of ruach, which is the spirit and breath of God hovering over the, the waters of chaos. So, so what was God doing in the beginning of a primordial like creation? Surfing, Genesis one two, God is the surfer. The spirit of God hovered over the waters. So, why are we all here? God wanted someone to surf with. So, God is a surfer. So, there you go. There's your proof. Read it, Genesis one two. God is a surfer. I would say I would give it five normal like burial six pack surf wax. I'm going to get it five, five out of six. And the only reason I didn't give a six is because I would have loved to not been seen Aquaman full spread on the first page. I would have loved for that yeah. to see yeah. Aquaman and see the other stuff and see the hand come out of the water. And like, what the hell is this? And then, and then eventually he emerges and comes out and you're like, Oh, that's Aquaman because he has an A on his belt buckle. So yeah. of course it's Aquaman. Um, so, so, so that's what I would do, but I, I love the the beats the 1941 you were going to punch some nazis and save some the people who are oppressed and marginalized yeah. and then you get like a quick hit of his origin story that eventually they'll build on but he ends the day you know um hanging out with dolphins and um breast plants uh plants and sea plants and and uh go from there so i uh, five five surf waxes out of six i think um I think that is incredibly fair. I love how Josh broke that down. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think it's a solid first entry for this hero. It gives you enough of the indicators of what Aquaman would become, but it really isn't the full breadth of his story. I mean, he literally cuts off his own origin story, like so prematurely. I don't have. We time. don't we only have eight more. Only three more pages to go. So, and I think that's where you have to rely on the economy of this type of storytelling. You know, it, it'd be like, be like giving, giving Josh, like, you know, as someone who's studying theology and will as someone who is a communicator on a weekly basis, it'd be like, okay, here's your word count. You can't go above this. And that you have, you have a finite amount of resources to tell the story or communicate the point you're trying to communicate. I definitely have that, members like, who give me a word count. I definitely have members who give me a word count. Well, of course, you know, church <laughs> people. Like, don't don't um, go 15 minutes. Don't go 15. I got to get to but, lunch. Got to get to the buffet. But yeah, like that's that's where like I think that comes down to the economy of storytelling. Um, and yeah, do I wish I could have gotten more in the weeds on that origin? Of course, even though it's not the modern okay. accepted origin, 
Uh, so I'll give it four and a half. I really enjoyed it. Some of the campy wrestling trash talk I just absolutely love. Um, and uh, yeah, it's wild. It's zany. It's 1941. And in a few episodes, we're going to revisit the early 1940s. And we're going to get more of this type of storytelling. So um, if you were like, man, are we done talking about superheroes debuting against Nazis? Nope. We are coming back here in a few weeks. And we're going to maybe talk about the most iconic debut that featured a superhero against the the nazi um the nazi ne uh, nemesis of the times so be looking out for that but josh before we get out of here what is um what is the way that people can reach out to you check out your stuff and engage with you on the the wide world web yeah so uh the podcast is called rethinking faith but fair warning i i don't really talk about comics on there um, definitely not <laughs> but they don't they don't not come up right but uh anyway the yeah rethinking faith so you can find it anywhere podcasts are found i also have an instagram page if you just look up rethinking faith uh it'll pop up uh the logo so if you know you're like looking on the right page uh has a skull with a rose growing through it so that's how people can know but yeah that's that's the best way to find me. Um, or I mean, I'm on Instagram myself. I have a cool nickname from when I played goalie in soccer in sixth grade, J Patty. J Patty. Uh, J Patty ninety four, something like that on Instagram is my personal page, and uh, you can find me there as well. We will yeah. link uh, Rethinking Faith in the episode description here. So if you want to check that out, click there. Enjoy that. Um, like I said, I I I, I enjoy Josh. Um, and what you do, man. Um, not only is it fun to, to drink with you at beer camp, it was fun to have a drink with you tonight. Talk about this comic. Thank you for indulging a friend in what you know is, is like my my normal, you know, comfort, you know, of comics. Um, Will is used to it, but I finally feel like you're initiated into this world. Then, like, I hey, listeners, let us know if you want to hear more Jay Patty on this. I'm sure we can talk him into coming back and talking about other weird, wacky stuff in the world of comics. Um, everybody, we're going to sign off here until we see you next time for the next superpower happy hour. Next week, we've got a, we've got a doozy for you. If you were, if you were amped up when we're talking about like the military aspect of this comic, Come back next week where we go full hard on into the 60s, the in the military industrial complex and the debut of a maybe the most military driven superhero um, of the 60s. So we're, we're going to do that next time. But until then, keep reading comics, keep chugging beers and uh, cheers. <laughs>